epic podcast. Yeah, epic podcast. This podcast is basically we're gonna be talking about demons, demonology, demonology. So I'm Ava. I go by anything, any pronouns. Erin was the other one. Goes by I she, go her. By lady terms. She, her. And basically, I'm <laughs> gonna be telling Erin a bunch of demonic cases, and Erin's just gonna blind react to them because I'm not like. Invested in invested. You're just a pussy when it comes to these things. <laughs> I remember once um, me and my other friend were like chanting Hail Satan as a joke and Aaron was like genuinely going to cry. It was really funny. Stop. With this specific case we're going to be talking about today, um, there's like tapes to go along with it of the actual exorcisms that they went through and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool if I like got the tapes and we listened to them but Aaron won't let me because she's scared of being haunted. Um... Oh, We've known each other for like three Sorry. years. Stop looking at your toes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There was something on my toe. We've known each other for like three years at this point. Yeah, three years. It feels like I've known you my entire life. You're my twin flame. <laughs> my ah, I knocked into the door. Friend. And if you're wondering why it's so echoey, Erin is insisting on doing this in her bathroom. She was like, Avalanche. The bathroom, bathroom is like the safest place. My my full name is probably gonna get leaked on this because you cannot not talk the call me by my full name. Yeah, lunch is fine. Lunch. Yes, yeah, so we lunch. We've been talking about starting this for like months. We it was have, like, but it, I never bothered. Yeah, we never bothered. We were gonna we were set on doing it the last time we came over to your house, and then we just never bothered. And then your mom Ashley, her podcast, the extra dynamic podcast, as if she needs a shout out. <laughs> um, she was like saying that the. What fucking app were you saying? Anchor. Anchor, I think? Anchor, yeah. Not she was sponsor. like, oh, this is how I do my podcast. And I'm pretty sure it's partnered with Spotify. So any of you want to know, I would tell them to follow our TikToks, but they're literally like user for user for user for user for Erin has like 10K. I have like 190 followers. Yeah. So you can really tell who's the more famous one. Ava. Erin just ripped her smock apart. <laughs> I didn't mean to. This is such a great start. I love this. Do you want to give yourself like a general introduction of like um, I think I'll introduct you and you okay. introduct me. So Ava Lynch fired in my room. I <laughs> just <laughs> said my full name. Ava Lynch fired in my room a good 10 minutes ago. You fired it in my face once you kicked me in the head. You physically <laughs> and verbally abused me. You don't get to talk on... I literally fired oh. in your room once. Yeah. I thought you meant introduction as in like, oh, personality. Oh, yeah. Ava is probably like the most mature of all my friends. Like... You're the most responsible lady, but you're like the youngest. Yeah, I'm just so quite weird. young. You're you just have undiagnosed ADHD. Like, I'm getting it checked. Out. I know you're getting it checked. Out. All of Erin's primary school teachers were like, "Oh, we're Irish, by the way." We probably should have mentioned that. That doesn't matter. All of Erin's primary school teachers literally told her mother, "Get her checked for ADHD. She has ADHD." We're like ninety nine percent sure, and your mother just never did it until now. No. Was a questionable lady. <laughs> <laughs> Adele's probably gonna listen to this. Adele, hi. Adele. So oh my god, we love Adele. Um, you're hyperactive. You're very like on trend. I think you're a very trendy lady. Like Erin's oh, very like. I'm gonna describe what Erin looks like. We'll describe what each other looks like. Okay. Erin is very like. 
She's got bleach blonde hair and it's like down to like her neck. Like kind it's of the base longer. of her neck. It's longer than that, but like you have layers in it though, that's the thing. So it goes like down. You Erin has like a really big undercut and she keeps putting it higher and higher. Um, she has like your fringe used to be shorter. It's gotten longer now. You used yeah, to have a real micro. Yeah, it's because it grows. I have to cut it. That's <laughs> because it grows. Erin's <laughs> mother's a hairdresser, so she can do such cool stuff for her hair. It's really annoying. Ava Lynch. You have an eyebrow looks. slit. Oh, I do. Erin does eyeliner all the time. She has like twelve piercings that she did herself. Yeah. Does Adele know about this? Yeah, we talked. Oh, we okay. actually were in Supermax the other day, <laughs> and then Adele goes, um. What did she know? She goes, oh, did you pierce your ears again without me? And I was like, you kept sending me pictures with thumbtacks in your ears. I'm not finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, and I was like, yeah, I kind of maybe did it myself. And Darren just burst out laughing. You did it well, though. Like, they haven't gotten infected. I got no infection since. I literally did it so sanitary. Aaron's dad, Darren, is a big piercing man. Like, he was very... Your dad was like... He has a What subculture would he have fitted into when he was younger? Like, grunge? (laughs) Grunge. Was he a grunge guy? (laughs) That's what he told me. (laughs) He was grunge. Like, he... He doesn't have a lot of piercings, but, like, he knows, like, good piercing care and shit. He has, like, four on the one ear. Oh, Erin has freckles, and she's got a really nice nose. Erin's <laughs> basically the beauty standard of, like, a Pinterest girl. That's how I describe Oh, my you. God. You are, though. Like, you know when people are like, oh, this is how I draw? You're, like, the person everyone draws. Oh, oh Erin's really good at drawing. Oh, my This is just turned out to be complimenting you. Describe lunch, Erin. Lunch, lunch is just... If you could imagine the stereotypical Australian lady... I'm not... See, the thing is, stereotypical Australian lady is like this tanned, blonde, like, super yeah, skinny... Yeah, you, like, you got your highlights, you're really tall, you're, you only wear tank tops, and you have all those layered necklaces. My cousin is Australian, and he looks like you. Your cousin is still Irish, though. Yeah, but he lives in Australia. Okay, I'm not so tanned, I'm like the palest woman in the world... Also, no. <laughs> also, no. You're just, you just. I'm tall. Ava Lynch is like the tallest of my friends. I'm five foot eight. Probably. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you're just really tall. To be fair, Dylan's only a head taller than me, and he's really tall, so. Yeah, but you're. I thought we were just mentioning people by name. Before this, we were like, oh, we have to use code names for people. I was just mentioning random people by name. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If he listens, he's gonna be like. If he listens, he's just gonna be like, oh my god. Because he was, me. he was drunk in your house and he just comes up to me and goes, lunch, you're so tall. <laughs> I was like, okay, Dylan. Yeah, lunch is just really tall. Um, Like those. I'm very. Like those fairy Pinterest outfits with the long skirts oh, and that the tank is. tops. And the crystals mm. and the layered And how hair. I would describe my style. Curtain bangs. Yeah, my more masculine style is probably like men in the 90s who didn't give a fuck. Like just like yeah. big plaid shirts. Big stoner vibes. Mm. I give big shaggy from Scooby-Doo modern day vibes. Yeah. That's why that's your Halloween costume. Mm. Your style is very... It's becoming more like girl-o-ish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you used to be like... My, we used to have the exact same style during the summer. And now you've just like I completely still, gone crazy. I still, but like... I've just completely gotten too lazy to do that. Mm. It is a lot of effort to be like put on all the rings, the jewellery. Like even before school, I'm yeah. like, I gotta figure out my ring placement. Yeah, I mm. kind of do that every day. So sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'll just go town in sweatpants and hoodie and yeah. look like a homeless person. I put in a lot of effort or with my clothes. Or I look like... Like a guy 
Yeah. Sometimes or, you literally look like a little boy. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Or I go around full emo, or I go around full mm. Ava Lunch style. Ava Lunch, fairy grunge? Yeah. I think that's what it's called. See, that sounds like such a weird subculture thing, though. Like, I'm fairy grunge. I just wake up in the morning and be like, yes, I want to wear this. Yeah. Don't you don't have an aesthetic it. to you. I don't want You're very, that. I have, like... For like, I have to like sort out birthday presents because two of my close friends, it's like a little trio, but doesn't want to be part of it. So we have like this little trio and both their birthdays are in December, Aaron's the 13th and the other individuals is this is the 6th, I don't know what I mentioned, so we'll just keep them out of it for now. But um, so I have to like plan now for like birthday presents because like I have to get them presents for Christmas as well because we're doing Secret Santa with our friend group, so it's really stressful for me. I have to money manage, and I have literally <laughs> two like Pinterest boards and two things in my note like locked notes. I'll be completely of, like, honest with you, and I'm gonna be you made me something. I'm gonna be buying your birthday present last minute because mm-hmm. that's what I do every you, year. Erin made me an incense tray. She something. molded like. If you literally get me a napkin this year, I'll be like, fine, because I have Frankie. And he's my main incense burner now. Frankie, you named him? Yeah, Frankie, you named him. You're like, who's Frankie? Oh. Frankie the Frog. He's one of my sons. Of my, I had of my made four. an incense tray with it's like a, a little frog and fishing, it's fishing. It's so cute. In a pond. But the, the fishing pole is the incense stick. It's so cute. It took me like a good week. I remember you would be on FaceTime and Erin would be making I'd be like, who are you making this for? Because at the time, Erin was in a relationship. She's not anymore. But um, I just thought she would make it for her partner. So I was like, oh. And I was like, why won't you show it? And you were like, it's a secret. <laughs> why have you pulled apart your sock, woman? I don't know. <laughs> I think we should wrap up this intro yeah. and get to yeah because like you don't really need to know us that well just, like, i think we're the general vibes oh, i talk about myself too yeah. often i'm really <laughs> just for preference i'm really tall and erin's like really short she's you're i'm five one five two yeah and i'm five eight maybe bordering on five nine at this point i feel yeah. like and i always wear like platform shoes as well so that's like putting it off more yeah. Like in public. And I just wear Converse. Yeah, in public you look like, like, because I'll be wearing my big black boots, you look like a dwarf. I always look like your child every mm. time you go anywhere. Especially when you wear a hoodie, it's really funny. Okay, we should wrap this okay. up now. So wrapping it up. I don't even know how to, like, use this app. <laughs> we can edit this bit out, Jesus Christ. I feel like I've put on such a voice for this. I don't know why. I don't know, like... Oh, I just saw your password. We're back, baby, and I got it's some egg ten- fried rice. <laughs> is eating I'm eating egg fried rice in the bathroom. I'm eating Chinese food that was in my fridge for the past three days. Right. So, did we explain that this is like about demonic possession in the intro? I can't remember. We literally didn't. Okay. Basically, so. No, we oh, did. Did. So I'm telling Erin different de- demon cases. Yeah. And I thought it would be great to introduce her to the signs of possession that I got off of a website that looked like it hasn't been updated since 2005. That's what makes it creepy, no? Also, disclaimer as well. If you're, like, into, like, demons and stuff and you're very, like, passionate about, like, true crime with demons, Erin just took out her Invisalign. It's disgusting. <laughs> but if you're interested in, like, true crime with demons and you're like, this information is so inaccurate, why hasn't she, like, been able to gather, like, more accurate information? It's because I researched this in an hour because Erin just goes, that's a good idea for the podcast. Start researching it and tell me. <laughs> so I just spent an hour 
researching this. And Aaron was like, Ava, were you in such a mood? <laughs> While I was making notes. So basically, some of the signs of possession are like paranormal capabilities. Like you're able to do things that aren't usually... You know, yeah, capable. no shit yeah. Sherlock. A lot of these are like no shit Sherlock, like not being tolerant of holy symbols. Like obviously, if the de- if a, the devil is inside your asshole, you're not gonna be like, <laughs> oh, I love Jesus. <laughs> um, like knowing languages you didn't know previously, mentioning like past people's names so you have no like no way of knowing them. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Tired of living. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Erin is possessed. Um, being uncomfortable, ugly, or violent. Ava is possessed. Um, making sounds or moans like animals. Again, this is from like this really shitty website. Speaking in tongues. I don't even know what the fuck that means. That's like when people go like, in the... What's... In Harry Potter. Parasol tongue. Yeah, in real. Harry Potter, where Harry goes out nowhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But we also have um just like blasphemies, like wounds appearing and disappearing. Like in the Annabelle case, I think it was like... I forget it now, but someone had like big scratches down their back by the doll, and then they went away like in like two minutes. I think they didn't even have time to like take a photo of or like bring them to the hospital. So like, thinking they're possessed themselves. Like if someone's like, "Dude, I'm possessed." That's obviously a sign of oh shit, they might be possessed. Um, what else is there? Living outside the rules of society. That's literally socialism. I don't know if you're if you are a communist, you are possessed. Goodbye me <laughs> goodbye me i'm not a communist though um vomiting strange objects yeah so like if you just like oh up like a but rat what if you're like me and Eric has <laughs> stomach issues <laughs> and her doctor doesn't know the last time she went to the doctor he was just like i don't know <laughs> I do- he literally said okay. i don't know i was like i think again. that's all really those are oh. like Another one is making a pact with the devil, which that's how you get. Pe- that's kind of obvious. That's bro. really obvious. So we'll get started on the case we're looking at but today. I think, like, what? I'm trying to segue here. Being possessed. Please don't say it sounds cool. No, I've seen the Conjuring movies. <laughs> I love the Conjuring. It's so funny. I'm eating meanies. You better not... Okay. Um, (laughs) The Conjuring movies... I don't... Continue. (laughs) Okay. So the exorcism, like the case we're going to be talking about today, is the exorcism of Annalise Michelle. Who the hell is that? I know, I wanted to pick a lesser known one for you because like even The Conjuring, like you've watched them a million times. I was going to do The Conjuring, but you've watched them a million times. And also they were harder to research because there was just so much on them. And like this was only like two or three articles and a BuzzFeed Unsolved video that I watched a million times. Because it's one of my favourite cases though. Because it's one of the only demonic possession cases that went to court. Really? Mm Mm-hmm, went to court. I can't imagine much cases actually going to court. They did not sue the if demon. If some fella comes to me and goes, I've been possessed. No, it wasn't. F- I've been possessed. Don't put me into jail because I just killed someone. Aaron. I'd be like, shut mm. up, like you're the a murderer. Con- the Conjuring 3, that guy got away with it. I'd still be like, back into jail, please. Yeah, mm. because if I were the judge, I'd be like, 
No, you're just weird mm. and killed someone. Mm. And you believe in this shit as well, though. Like. Yeah, but, like, if someone came to me... I'd still... Because that would be just, like, what if Ted Bundy was just like, yeah, I was possessed. Like, yeah, like... Mm, no, so you're weird. just an asshole. So, Anna Elizabeth, or Annalise Michelle, as she's known, was born on the 21st of September, 1952. A Virgo, I think? If I'm correct. Does that matter? Yes. <laughs> it matters to me. I'm an astrology <laughs> lady. She was a German woman and she underwent 67 exorcisms in her life within like the span of like, I think it was a year or... As in she... Was exercised 67 times. She did it or she was the one possessed? She was the one possessed and they had to try, they tried to exercise her 67 times to try and get it out of her. Mm -hmm. It was pretty brutal. She was born in, I'm gonna, if German people, there's literally no one listening, but like, if you're German, I'm sorry. Lippingfing Bavaria. <laughs> and it doesn't help as well. I've got this shittest handwriting in the world. West Germany. She was a very strict Roman Catholic. Like, she went to Mass twice a week. Very devout lady to her yeah. beliefs. Um, She had three sisters, and her parents were named Josef and Arnold, I think. What the fuck? Oh, and Anne. They weren't Josef and Arnold. There was not a gay couple rocked around after World War Two in Germany. Um, Yeah, basically. So, her first episode which was like her first seizure mm. was in 1968. So she experienced her first episode of losing consciousness in 1968. And she later, when she went to bed afterwards, felt as presence like pushing down on her chest. Kind of like sleep paralysis, but it was very Ooh. real to her. Like she was awake. I only ever had mm. sleep paralysis once in my life. I know, you've told me And this now I'm anyway. really scared of suit pants. What? Yeah, that's what I saw, which is a big pair of suit pants. <laughs> I was in my room and there was just really long legs. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> and I was just looking and it was suit pants and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> now I'm scared of our principal now because he always wears suit what pants. Um, she also heard knocking. I don't know if this was, see, the information on this case is really shit. So I don't know if this was after her first episode or during her second episode, but she started hearing knocking that her sisters also reported hearing. Um, in 1969, the sex number, she had her second <laughs> episode. <laughs> she had her second episode and she got taken to the family doctor, Dr. Voy, V-O-G-T, not going to try to pronounce that. And then she was brought to a neurologist, Dr. Ludwig, and they found nothing wrong with her brain. Aside from like a few, few, <laughs> a few like erect like irregularities irre but it was nothing like to define like her weird episode she was having in 1970 she had her third episode and she was prescribed prescribed anticommissant again i cannot read my handwriting this is so shit i'm sorry i can't read my handwriting which is like just something to You're help okay it's like to help stop seizures because they believe she was having seizures uh, and she said yeah. like what is a seizure it's like <laughs> you know in Stranger Things season two when Will's on the field. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. A seizure is like people start like panicking mm. and stuff. No, Erin, like, you start like convulsing. On yeah, the like you can't, like you're, like you can die from seizures. Because mm -hmm. like your body, like you can swallow your tongue. I think. And I think your body, like you can swallow a tongue. Mm-hmm. If you have a seizure, you can swallow your tongue because it can go back. Oh. It can choke you. Yeah, I've never. This podcast is such a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I thought seizures were just, like, mm. flashing lights. <laughs> I'm just eating my Chinese food. Should I continue? Continue. So, um, she started seeing devil faces and, like, really vivid vivid images. Like, just 
like horribly disturbing like when you say devil faces it's like oh she saw little faces but like horribly vivid like just in like her like peripheral vision of like literal like the devil in her peripheral vision Ooh. um in 1970, she had her... Oh, wait, I just said that. Oops. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, in 1972, she was prescribed Ditalin, which is a severe medication for seizures. Well, it's not severe, sorry. It's a seizure medication. It's not as severe as the one she'll get prescribed there, but it's still, like, pretty, like, oh, you're on... Ditanil. I can't read my handwriting. It's okay. Um, You're doing great, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they took another brain scan, and again, it was just, it was normal aside from a few irregular, irregular like, irregularities, but there was no way that, like, it could explain the vivid vision she was having, like, yeah. there's no way, like, it was just, like, a little bit irregular, but, like, most people's brain scans would be kind of, like, not every brain scan's gonna be completely normal. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you got a bit of irregularity, but, like, what the fuck? In 1973, she began, like, hallucinating while praying, and hearing voices telling her to quote rotten hell and that she was damned to hell. So she Damn girl. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> Damn girl. <laughs> and she became intolerant of Christian symbols. So like Was she a Christian woman? I literally said at the beginning she was devout, very strict Catholic, went to mass twice oh, a week. Oh sorry, I wasn't listening. Oh my god. <laughs> this whole thing is that I tell you stories and you listen I and you know. comment. I'm sorry. Um her mother, quote, like, this is, like, a a tale from her mother yeah. of what she saw. She saw her staring at the Virgin Mary with, quote, eyes turned black and that her hands turned into thick paws with claws as she oh looked at God. her. And she was, like, glaring at it. She was just looking at it, like, statue. I just said the Virgin Mary as if Virgin Mary was just chilling in there, sitting around, like, a statue <laughs> of the Virgin Mary. And she reported, she also reported Annalise herself seeing more demon faces and she quote said the devil is inside of me and she smelt burnt feces which is also a sign of demonic That's the content. funniest sign. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about this because like I said to Erin about talking about this that we're going to light incense in here afterwards just to like cleanse negative energy in the room. Isn't it so funny like demons are just smell something they're like oh not this place. <laughs> I don't want to be yeah. here anymore. Um, we never did that. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Well, now I gotta fucking pause this. No, you just go ahead. No. I'm just gonna be in here. Erin, stop being such a pussy. Where is my incense? I want dragon's blood because it's the cutest one. We're cutting this bit out. Oh, yeah, we are. No, not again. Where do you have, where's your lighter? I'm a real one. It's on the floor. I was trying to make this so nice and professional. I had dates. Shit notes, but dates. Okay, just go. Basically, her entire community, like, her family, the town, believed she was possessed. Like, everyone, like, was like, you are possessed. What the fuck? I love the way you're doing this for peace of mind, and it's literally on, like, a incense burner that's supposed to look like a Ouija board. Um, Stop. They basically, they got, they found this priest called Father Alt, who, um, in, in November, and he was fully convinced she was possessed. Like, this was a Catholic priest who was fully convinced you are possessed. And the thing was, she had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and severe depression at this point. But he literally was like, she doesn't show signs of a schizophrenic person. That's a possessed person. Um, yeah, she was diagnosed as neurotic with possible epilepsy. Um, and she got recommended to a Jesuit doctor, which basically I'm 99% sure. Because, again, I had an hour to research this shit. I'm 99% sure a Jesuit is like a religious order. So I'm pretty sure it was a doctor who based his medical practices on religion, which don't go to a Jesuit doctor. 
because that's a bad idea because it's not actual medical science. It's just basing yeah. it on the Bible. And though I am not a Christian, I'm not even hating on the Bible, but like don't base your beliefs on your medical, like, you know, your medical health on the Bible. Your physical. Yeah, your physical medical health on the Bible. Because I don't think the Bible goes in depth on how you diagnose schizophrenia or something. <laughs> um, she was also found to have epileptic packer patterns and she took off Detalin and put on Tegregal, which is a way stronger anti-seizure drug. And in July 1975, or it was still 1973, different sources said different things. She been, she barely slept, like her symptoms got like so much worse. So she barely slept. She ate spiders and like flies and shit. She was like a frog. <laughs> she became a frog. You know the guy from Flushed Away that's like the French frog? She became La Frog. Do you know who that is? I do know who that is, but I was thinking, have you ever seen... The Disney animated Thumbelina. No, I haven't. Of the the really 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 old one. Oh, I think I've seen it. My granny used to show me, and the frogs they kidnapped her and made her dance. I just thought of the frog (laughs) from you know the frog from Romeo and Juliet. That's like Juliet's best friend. (laughs) Oh yeah, she was. We need to watch Romeo and Juliet. We're still watching Romeo and Juliet after this. I'm on a sleepover to Aaron's. Um. Like she barely. I Can I just it. say it's like twelve o'clock at night? You were wanting to do this at three a.m., which is the witching hour. I so. thought that would be funny. Mm. Um, she drank her own urine. Astronauts do that. Yeah, but she like licked it off the walls and oh. shit. She was like Death. astronauts filter their urine. She self harmed, which at the time like nowadays I'm not saying it's stop trying to burn the rug I'm sitting on. I'm not saying it's <laughs> common nowadays, but back then that was like a sign of like, oh my god, you're absolutely insane, you're self-harming, like that's absolutely like just out of the quite like that was like the same as like, oh my god, you need to be put in a mental institution yeah. right away. Like like right. You are genuinely like insane, you're gonna kill someone. Um and she also started destroying holy symbols around her house, which again is so weird considering like she was such a devout Catholic. Yeah. Like, she was such, like, a devout Catholic. Like, her classmates used to describe her as, like, very withdrawn and extremely religious. Like, those were her classmates. Hmm. So, like, you can imagine. How like, old is she now? In this, um, oh, when, it, where I forgot to mention, in her first episode, she was 16. Oh, okay. She had her first episode when she was 16. So, so she's, she's around, like, kind of old. Mid, early to mid-twenties at this point, I think. Yeah. Because this is over the span of, like, five years. So, yeah, she'd be 21, 23, I think, at this point. I forgot to mention that. Um, she also had superhuman strength, which I know Whoa. sounds like she's not Mr. Incredible, but like <laughs> her sister reported that she got an apple, like a red apple, yeah. and she crushed it with one hand and it like flew all over the room. Well. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> so I once broke an apple in half with my own forehead, so <laughs> take what you want from that. Oh my God, and you don't, you don't want to live. Oh my God, Aaron's possessed, guys. I can break apples with my forehead. <laughs> she did it with one hand, though, like a proper oh. apple. And she, like, threw shit across, a, like, rooms and stuff. I think she threw her sister across a room. Some places said she I literally threw her sister. I could throw my sister across a room. <laughs> God, I like your sister. Um, on September, I don't know if that's a four or a nine, 1975, um, her first exorcism was performed by Father Rerez. I'm so sorry about my handwriting. I need to start typing these because what the fuck. 42 audio 
recordings were released of her exorcisms but Erin is a massive fucking pussy <laughs> and I just thought it would be so cool to have a section where we like oh listen to one of the recordings but no Erin is a massive fucking pussy and she doesn't want to it's basically the one I heard is basically her being like everyone's in here <laughs> Hitler and like she names a bunch of people okay. that are like inside of her and she like the the rotten people, the rotten people. The yeah. rotten How do you describe people. Hitler? He's a rotten man. He's a rotten man. Um, she Run. quote said, "Dying to atone for the way world, youth of the day, and the apostle priests of the modern church." She refused to eat towards the end of her life, and when she was asked like, "Why aren't you eating?" she said, "I'm not permitted by him to eat." Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Are you feeling unsettled? It's very raining right now. It is raining. Oh, this incense is like right in my face. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Eventually, her parents stopped consulting doctors. Like, they stopped relying on, like, you know, mental health facilities and just went full on the fact she's possessed. Exorcisms, religion. Again, very Catholic people. Very devoted to their religion. And this was by her own request as well. One of her neighbours reported that when she went to see Annalise, because, like, friends, neighbours, she begged on her knees to not, like, say to her mother, like, you need to take her to the hospital. Like, she begged on her knees. She was really desperate not to go to the hospital. Yeah. She went through, again, as I mentioned, she went through 67 exorcisms, one or two a week. So it was, like, a schedule, I guess. It was like, oh, yeah, here's your exorcism for this week, Annalise. Erin has rolled up a piece of paper <laughs> showing it to me in the moment. Um, they lasted up to four hours. Which is, like, so long for the... Like, literally, exorcisms are, like, being interrogated by a priest. Like, get out, get out, get out. It's, like, to be there for four hours. Mm-hmm. They also, at some point, had to restrain her because she was getting so violent. And, like, again, she was so strong as well. Yeah. Um, on the first of... Wait, sorry. Um, it was over about the... It was over about, like, ten months that these exorcisms happened between 19, 1975 and 1976. And on the 1st of July, 1976, she passed away. Um, the autopsy report suggests that she died of malnutrition and dehydration. Um, she was st- semi-starved for nearly a year. So like, she was suffering from starvation for nearly a year. So she was like in agony. That really. is like so painful, mm-hmm. imagine. Like she was like in pure like, agony. I you have... sound so fake when you said that. That is like so painful. No, I'm serious. I know. Because... I can't go like, without one meal. Like <laughs> if I skip a meal, if, I'm horrible. like. I could be lying in my bed for about two hours and not having eaten a packet of hula hoops and I feel like I'm dying. See, this is why I like her story so much because it's controversial, the fact that was she possessed or was she just, like, severely mentally ill and did her parents just play into that? We'll get into that later. Later, as in, I mean, like, in, like, two seconds. <laughs> um, she only weighed 30 kilograms at the time of her death. She was, like, a child. She was so, so, like... I wouldn't say dis- I'm not gonna say disgustingly thin, but you know, like wh- like just horribly thin, like unwell, unwell, very unwell. She had broken knees, which you went dancing last year. Erin dances. Look at my knees, bro. They're just covered in fake tan. Yeah, smiling face. I see them. There's like bumps. Yeah, fuck? my knees. Mm. I'm dancing. Erin's very good at. I do dancing as well. I'm not as good as Erin. I'm kind of shit. Erin's like really good at dancing. She goes full on. Like if our dance, she's just like, okay, we're gonna slam our knees on the floor. Erin will be like breaking her I'm knees. I'm down to do it. <laughs> yeah, my feet are all messed up from it too. And she wasn't able to move without assistance towards the end of her life either. So she was so frail and just like 
you know, she was in agony, really. And she may have had pneumonia as well. Her autopsy kind of suggested signs of pneumonia. I, when I was a kid, I knew a girl with pneumonia. You had a concussion. Let's just, let's, let's tell the story of Erin's concussion. Erin had a concussion and her primary school wouldn't let her go home. They wouldn't let me go home. I was knocked out on the floor. They didn't even ring my mom. You were getting sick as well. And that's like the thing. Like if they someone hits their head, they get sick. They didn't ring my mom until I got sick about three hours after this concussion. Mm. And my mom was furious. They naturally. still owe you like 200 euro, is it? They owe us a thousand euro. It's a thousand. A thousand. And they still haven't given it to my mom like a good five years later. Mm. And they haven't, they wouldn't let me leave the classroom. And now I was only like seven years old. I didn't know what was going on. Mm. Um, and my mom was furious. She drove a good hour because she used to work an hour away before. Uh-huh. And um, she drove a full hour. I only got you to tell this story so I could eat my meanies. To the school. And my mom's a hairdresser. And she was mid doing a client's hair. And she literally went to the hairdresser beside and was like, look, you can finish off my client. Like, mm. my child is after fainting, passing out, getting sick everywhere. Mm. And the school only rang me three hours later. She, she literally drove a good hour. And then I had to stay in hospital for that overnight. Because, like, you know my primary school. I had the weirdest primary school ever. But, like, my principal would always say that if a kid ever hit his head, he'd be like, are you feeling sleepy? And do you feel like you need to get sick? Because if you do, you have to go home because you might have a concussion. Yeah. Like, he literally asked any kid that that would hit their head. Yeah, I mm. didn't get asked. I was just... And your school was a lot better than mine, like, regards to, like, professionalism. Because, like, I didn't learn Irish for the last two years of my secondary school career. But, like, you still, like... You know, your school is very put together. Yeah, my school was a very Irish... No, my school was more Irish than yours. No, like, language-wise. Oh, yeah, you were, like, Gwailors in there. Yeah, we were... Drilled in. Irish was drilled into our brains. (laughs) Let's get back to the demonic... Oh, yeah, sorry. Did you forget we were doing this? Did you forget this one? (laughs) This podcast about your life story? Continue. Um, So, basically, Kate went to court, obviously, because police investigated, and they were like, what the fuck? This child, like, this young woman. Because she wasn't that old when she died. She was, like, 20-something. So, like, she was still, like... Even nowadays, you'd still normally be in, like, the care of your parents. Early yeah. 20s. Early to mid-20s. So, they were like, this girl has literally died of starvation. This is obviously neglect. So, I went to court. Um, The defense that, like, Father Alt and her parents and Perez, the lad who did the exorcism, went with was that, you know, she was... There was the tapes, the 42 tapes of the exorcisms that she was permitted to medical treatments, but she said no. So, like, they would ask her to go to, like, the doctors and stuff, and she'd say no, like, she would refuse. So those were, like, their two main, like, points of, like... Like, she was permitted, because she was an adult at this point, she was permitted to deny medical treatment. And they were like, we brought her when she was a minor, but now, like, you know, she's permitted to deny it. Um... But on the opposition side, doctors claimed that she was not well enough to make her own medical decisions. Mm -hmm. And that because of her strict Christian upbringing, this is what caused her to become mentally unwell. Um, Sorry, I just... I can't read these fucking notes! (laughs) Um, She definitely... The um, doctors claimed she, like, displayed signs of schizophrenia. And the people around her playing into the fact that, oh my god, you're possessed. Like, let's... You know, let's, like, um... Exorcism, exorcism, exorcism. They said that added to it and made her believe her lie. Well, not her lie, but like her. 
reality more. Yeah. See, I'm really trying to use sensitive words here because I don't want to make anyone up. I don't want us to get cancelled. <laughs> oh my god. The chronically online people are going to cancel me for saying that she was like unwellly skinny. If we get cancelled, if I ever get cancelled, I'm going to post a TikTok of me going, I'm problematic. <laughs> He's a problem. That song. And the main like fact that backs this point up of like her psychosis was you know supported by her family playing into it was that between exorcisms she many times went back to just being normal like she'd just be normal in between um so the four defendants um were both were all um sentenced to six months in prison the two priests were um suspended for three years and they had to pay for all the court costs because they obviously found like the judge, the judge, ju- jury, judge, jury, judge, Judy, judge, Judy was the judge for this case. Basically, so the Judy. judge and the jury like ruled that. John, listen, yes. <laughs> I remember I went to the zoo. I don't when I was like six years old, Dublin Zoo. I was going to with my parents. Well, more than my mum. And we had to walk from all the way from the train station. Okay. And um, do you know the way you pass the court in mm-hmm. Dublin, the big one? I remember Venti told me that... Venti's my sibling, by the way. That that was where Judge Judy worked. And I lived a whole five years thinking that Judge Judy worked in there and that she was Irish. Can I continue? Yeah, you can. Okay. So <laughs> they, like, completely dismissed, like demonic possession as like a valid point which like i believe in all this shit like i believe i'm agnostic which basically how i describe my beliefs is like i'm gonna just die and see what the fuck happens and like oh no if i go to hell for being gay oh god like i don't really care so like i even as someone who believes in this if i was on jury duty i'd be like no she was i'm very much on the side of like she was just a girl who had like schizophrenia in like a time where mental health was really bad because like this was the 70s yeah mm-hmm. we'll get to that at the end though and even like now like mm-hmm. mental health like there's especially in ireland mm-hmm. you can't really get much help for it mm-hmm. but the court, then i can okay. imagine it being way yeah. worse the court ruling was basically i think i said this before but she was unable to make her own decisions yeah. and she should have been forced into medical care that was basically the court ruling so that's basically the entire case of annalise michelle she is one crazy lady. I don't even think she's one crazy lady, though. I just think she had untreated. And I do agree with the fact that, like, it was definitely caused by, like... Because they were raised... There's not a lot on how she was raised, but I suspect she was raised extremely, like, Catholic. Because a lot of people reported her being very quiet and obedient, which... And it was, like, the 50s, 60s, you know, child abuse very common back then. Yeah. Especially in, like... I'm not saying, like, every Catholic gets abused, but, you know... Strict yeah. religious families, to me, kind of freak me out a little bit. Mm. You know how I feel. Organized religion freaks Abel Lynch out. <laughs> I love the way at the beginning I was like, don't say my name. And then I just blurted it out myself. But, um... What just, did I think of this case? Yeah, what did you think of this case? That is a whole lot of exorcism. Mm. <laughs> that is a whole lot of... Woman. Mm. This is a... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really... It's overwhelming because mm. like i'm so like like the fact that that is true in real documents mm. 
is like it's like, it went to court in Germany like that yeah. not too long ago either like the seventies I know the seventies is wilds away but like forty years ago. Mm. Mm. And it was like beginning of eighties as well. It was like thirty, forty years ago. Not that long ago. Not that like my parents were alive then. Yeah. Well, probably just born, but like still, they were alive. My dad was born early seventies. Well, it is very disturbing. It's a very weird case because like sometimes I'm on the fact of okay, like, mm, she did say certain things. Like even like her sisters hearing the knocking, but then again like. Well, I hear random knocks in the middle of the night. My house, my house is a haunted. I know my house is a haunted. Yeah. So it's just like very. There are some bits of it where I'm like, oh my god, yes, definitely she was possessed. But then, I've just come to the conclusion that she was very unwell mentally. I think a majority of it was mm. mental illness. Well, yeah, maybe her house was like a tiny bit haunted or something. But I just think it was mental illness, and I definitely agree with the fact it was caused. Like I touched on this before, but it was definitely caused by like strict Catholic upbringing. And I think it just got all too much for her. Yeah. You know? Which is quite sad because, like, she was apparently a very bright young woman. Like, she got into university She definitely had an eating disorder. No. I, well, yeah, actually, because her schizophrenia probably caused it. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that was a major part of it. Mm. She definitely... I know a lot about, obviously, eating mm. disorders. But... I don't know. I feel like that's a mm. could be a massive part of it, including her death. Like, yeah, like some sources said that in nineteen seventy three, which it was kind of weird to me because some sources said in nineteen seventy three her condition worsened a lot, but then some sources also said in nineteen seventy three she went to university, yeah. and that's where I got the thing of her classmates described her as like reserved and extremely religious, yeah. and like see again like the research on this case is very topsy-turvy because it's not as well known it was turned into a movie the exorcism was of emily it? exorcism of emily rose i believe it's called it was loosely i think it's loosely based it's just very it's a sad story it's just sad mm. overall like, like i kind of wanted to start it off like i didn't want to start this off on a side note but i just wanted to start off in something that i knew aaron didn't know about because like not many people have know about the case of Anne I don't Shaman. know many cases at all. Mm. I just watched The Nun oh, and Annabelle. See, that's why I didn't want... I love the Warren cases a lot, but I didn't want to start with... Something I knew. Yeah. I want to do an episode, though, on, like, oh, the life of Lorraine Warren and the life of Ed yeah, Warren. Like, I the really lives. You love Lorraine in the Conjuring movie. I think real life Lorraine so was, like, beautiful. violently homophobic, I'm pretty sure, which isn't good for us. <laughs> I don't care. Stop lighting fires. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that was... It's kind of a somber, like... I feel bad for joking while we talk about this, but like, we can't go make this... You gotta make it. Mm. Like, if you can't laugh about it... It is quite, like... It's one of the cases that really... It doesn't hit close to home. Why would I say that? It's like... Hit close to home, <laughs> hit close to home. No, but it's just very, like... She was a young woman, and I feel like she had so much potential. Because she was described as being smart and stuff. Yeah. And, like, it, she was liked in her community as well. Like, she's very well-liked, polite, like... Just a, a gen- good person. Just a general, like, lovely girl. And, like, she was... Like, yeah, she was a devout Catholic, but she, her religion was so important to her. Mm. And it's just so crazy how... And it, I know I keep bringing up the point of, like, it was caused by her Catholicism, but genuinely, like, how she went from, oh, my God, I love Jesus, to if I see the Virgin Mary, I will mm. stare at it with eyes turned black. Mm. It's just very, like... Such a stark contrast, you know. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts? It's overwhelming <laughs> that that is an actual life mm, like that, that ha- someone had, like yeah. for a good ten years. 
it wasn't really ten. It was. It wasn't really ten years though, because like all the exorcisms were performed over ten months. Really? Yeah. I said that. <laughs> that is a very mm-hmm. stressful, like, like and suffocating that, ten months. And like the thing is as well, like pe- like the evidence for being semi-starved for like over a year. Like you can see how that happened because like for ten months, twice a week, she was subjected to like exorcisms or traumatizing things. Like it's literally like being tied down and someone's screaming at you. Yeah. So if she had had for like four hours, mm, did you yeah, say? For up to four hours. So if she had even had like even a glimpse of like schizophrenia in the background, which like schizophrenia is a livable disorder like nowadays like it's livable because people actually understand it and even if she had like a wink of schizophrenia that would have just added into it so much more and like again i'm not a mental health expert so if i'm using phrases wrong i very much apologize but like you know like it just would have heightened it so much i definitely blame not even the parents because again very devout catholic i blame father alt and father wren's because the court also ruled that father alt wasn't a reliable source because he himself had signs of schizophrenia so I definitely blame him and Father Renz because, like, you let this family play into this fact of, like, she's possessed, like... Yeah. And I know they were, like, religious men, but it's still very, like... I don't know. I don't know if you can blame one person because, like, she, again, was, like, begging not for medical care. And, like, you don't know what you would do if you were in that yeah. situation, especially as a parent. Because, like, this was their daughter... And, like, I feel like people forget that, like, Annalise Michelle, she was a real woman. Like, even, like, doing this, like, case on the podcast, like, she was a real girl. Like, you said it, like, it's very overwhelming to think that this was someone's life. And we're just talking about it in, like, <laughs> on the floor of your bathroom. On the floor of my bathroom, eating mm. three-day-old Chinese and drinking mm. water. It's just so, like, fucked, really. Yeah. Like, what a sad end to a life. And I definitely, like, it's weird that I was like, oh, I'm going to tell everyone a case of demonic possession that I don't even believe is a case of demonic possession. <laughs> but I just wanted to start it it's with... It's still labeled mm. as a case. Mm. It's labeled as a case. It's still so And weird. that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Me telling Erin cases, whether they're true or not, and seeing how she reacts. So should we finish this off? Is there anything other topics that we could... Well, discuss? future episodes... What's the... F- what is this? What is this podcast? We haven't even come up with a name. <laughs> It's just a very spontaneous mm. decision made by me. Yeah. Um, so, we're probably going to do cases on demonology a lot more. I feel like we should go into true crime as well. I love true... I do love mm. true so crime. So maybe you could research true crime and then tell me. Yeah. Mm. Also, I do want to do cases on famous demonologists like Lorraine and Ed Warren, the most well-known. Yeah. Like, their lives. Because their lives were drastically different than how they were presented in the Conjuring movies, let me tell you. I only know the Conjuring movies. Mm. So, that was sad. (laughs) That was... That had a sad note Mm. at the end. Because, like, again, it's so... Like, oh, demonic possession. Oh, she heard knocking. And then it's just like, she died of starvation. It's so, like... Oh, it's so somber, really. It just brings it back down into reality for me. Because, like, a lot of demonic possession cases, like, oh, and they were fine and they had kids. Or it was like they died during the exorcism. Like, she died and it was, like, proven that she died of something. Real. Factual. Yeah, something real. So, like, I think, personally, I just think she was a girl who was severely mentally ill. Yeah, same. And there weren't, there wasn't the facilities to help her and even the facilities that they had back in the 70s which were horrible her parents weren't very educated on mental health then i imagine yep 
fucking like honestly cams would probably be her savior at this point like and we all know how bad cams is <laughs> we all know how bad cams is so i think that's an end to our yeah, to our little first podcast episode i guess see you if we bother to make another one of these yeah as everyone unlocks her phone <laughs> this app is really handy though so if you it want to start is. a podcast definitely download what's it called again anchor anchor yeah. is not sponsored no. <laughs> sponsored by anchor but yeah this was very interesting stay- thank you thank you stay tuned for more Bye-bye. bye bye